check. All right. I think we got that. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Peter Smith and Steve Mix entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? What up, Megs? Oh, uh, you know, good to see you again. Yeah, man. I feel like we haven't done a podcast in like years. It's been two weeks. I know, but it feels like years. It was a long two weeks. Well, because we took a couple weeks off, came back right. for one, came back for one. We probably have like four listeners now. Like, you know, the, the key to podcasting is repetition. Like they always say consistency is the thing. Tell, people are expecting these things to come out every week on this certain day. And if you don't do that, it's going to screw up your algorithms and all this and that and the other thing. Man, we are just like, we just we do them whenever the F we want. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because you had like a meeting last week. I had a yeah. doctor's appointment. But they both got done early. So then we, we inadvertently, sorry, folks, had like a 25-minute podcast in the office. We did a mega cast with Thrill about Cobra Kai. Yes. Like, Which we, I finished. How great. Unbelievable. What a great show. Gets a little violent. It does. Like, <laughs> Cobra Kai is the show where you really don't know who to cheer for, except for Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, which is weird. Right. Because you're in the movie, you you don't like him. And dude, like he's a, he's a jackass at times, don't get me wrong. But there's never a moment where I, I'm like done with this guy. Yeah. Like Johnny Lawrence is the hero of that show from beginning till the end of the series. I won't won't spoil anything, but if you if you're a fan of Cobra of the Karate Kid, or honestly, my wife didn't even watch the Karate Kid. She just started watching Cobra Kai with me and thoroughly enjoyed the show. Right, Sid watching it has been a validation to some people. It's like my mom was like, "Well, I like it." And I go, "Listen, mom, if you're okay hearing the word wussy a lot, right. they don't say wussy," which she's fine. I go, "But listen, I go, I love it." I go, "Thrills for watching it with his kid." I go, <laughs> "Which is the funniest thing?" Right? I go, "Steve's watching it with his wife, Sid, who never even saw the movie." No. I go, "And everybody likes it. Like, just watch it." And every once in a while, they'll do some kind of callback, and I'm about ready to explain it to her, and they flash back and show the scene. I'm like. That's what I was talking about. It's right. the best. The, right. The only bad thing about Cobra Kai is like the like they're quick episodes. So you could yeah. fly through it. Especially like I think the first season, I felt like the first season, every episode was like 15, 20 minutes. It was because it was right. on YouTube. Right. And then second season, a little bit longer. Third season, I felt like they were pushing closer to 30 on the episodes, which I was, yeah. which I was fine with. There like, was a couple that got over 30. I was like, cool. Yeah, me too. Like, And the fight scene. Okay, there's one part where one of the kids, something bad happens to him. Um, but the fight scene leading up to that might be one of my favorite action scenes ever. And it was an action scene with a bunch of high schoolers at a high school. Yes. It was amazing. Yeah. So much fun. I wanted to punch a high schooler after that. I didn't. Well, they're all upon. adults. Actors. <laughs> Ted did do the research. Yeah, I did. It's like, uh, these aren't really high school kids. All right. No, they're not. She's hot. <laughs> she's 22. And she's bad. She did not want to mess with her. Oh, I love her. She'll kick you in the face. And so often I just want to see Daniel LaRusso just getting wrecked. Well, did it make you want to go back to wrestling more? Uh, what do you mean? Just the action scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, dude. like I'm like, all right, I got to add the heavy bag back into my cardio workouts. It's funny to say I was texting with one of my buddies that I wrestle with. And I'm like, dude, watch Cobra Kai. There's a couple transitions that they do in one of their fights <laughs> that I think we can work into one of our matches. Because it's just like, it's, a, it's a stunt scene. It's an action scene. Yeah. And so many wrestlers, like a lot of wrestlers, they like my buddy Pitfall Jones, he said when he first created that character, which is like based on Indiana Jones, right? So right. it's kind of like that vibe, action hero, kind of fighter guy. Uh, archaeologist vibe to his gimmick but like he said he just watched a butt ton a buttload of 
of action films. And a lot of his moveset was not even from wrestlers. It was from like action movies that he watched. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know I was pumped when my wife was like, I actually like this show. Like she could live without some of the language. Like, I think she didn't like Johnny Lawrence as much as me. And there were moments where she's like, why do you like that guy? I'm like, cause he's awesome. Like he's just trying. He's trying, right? He's he says trying. His language can be a little gruff, and right. uh, his drinking's a little heavy, but he's trying. <laughs> and dude, I've actually worked really hard in my head to not use the p word as like a, an insult to people. I was just like, you know, I have some f- more towards the feminist world, and I'm not like Mister Cancel Culture or anything like that. But like the word bothered them. I'm cool with not using that word. Like I try yeah. and think about that type of stuff with with everything I do now. Like, okay, is this an insult that bothers a certain group of people? Why do I need to use that when I could like just use an insult that's like completely universal and doesn't bother anyone, right? But man, ever since Cobra Kai, the word the P word has popped in my head lots of times when I'm like just talking. I'm like, that, oh yeah, that person's just being a total wussy. Oh, I've used it a hundred times. Right. Saturday night, we I got on a tirade with a buddy. <laughs> And we, we were just like, that guy's such a pee. <laughs> that moment when I'm watching the Devils game, my wife's like, did they just lose in the shot again? I'm like, yeah, they're just a bunch of peas. And she's like, what? I'm like, I'm sorry. Got, Johnny Lawrence is working his way out of me. I'll be fine by the time Tatum understands these words. Don't well, trust me. Have you watched The Boys on Amazon? We made, dude... We watched. Don't the, watch that with Sid. She that's won't the problem. Like it. We watched episode one together, and we were, we were enjoying it. And then that's got really intense. Yeah. And I thought that show's really good. I need to find time. Which, honest, Ted, mental, like just as a PSA, if you want free time to watch things when your wife's not around, don't have a child because typically when my wife's not around, I'm watching my child. I was gonna say you don't have time to watch that. Well, if I want to watch wrestling, I have or hockey. I have nothing, nothing, no time to watch shows on my own. But that's a show I want to watch on my own. The Boys is funny. It's dark, but the one character is English and uses the c word a lot. So yes. So I. I, I've been using both of those words way too loosely these days. And the just kind of offhand, just like, yeah, don't be. A... And for the people that don't know what the boys is, uh, it's like superheroes, but you kind of don't cheer for the superheroes. You cheer for the other guys. And l- listen, they're the worst people in the world. Right. I, they should be the villains. I like the show, but it is it is dark. Yeah. So just know that going into it. And uh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't watch that one with the kids. Yeah, dude, like we started watching episode one and quickly turned it off because Sid was just not feeling it. And I think we might have made the whole episode, made it through. And then I mentioned to somebody, I'm like, yeah, she wasn't feeling it. Like, and they're like, you should just cut your losses because it doesn't get any better. No, no, no. It gets crazier. Like I'm almost done season two, which there's, there's a third season on the way. But that show is one of the few shows where I sit up on my couch and just like, oh, like, what? Those are the best shows. Yeah. That was how like Money Heist was for us. Like those those shows or even Cobra Kai where you're like, I don't really feel like waiting until tomorrow to watch another episode. I need to start the next one. Yeah, I had to I tried to pace them out, but mm-hmm. yeah, I finished it over Christmas. I you know what? I didn't watch Money Heist, but I started Lupin. How's that? Pretty good. I've heard of it, but I, I see it on my uh on my Netflix thing. Yeah. But I haven't gotten around to watching it. It's French. Joe's pissed because I'm watching it dubbed over. He's like, you should read the subtitles. I'm like, what if I eat something? Right. What if I need to check my phone for a second? Yeah. Like, there's times when we watch Cobra Kai and not not the subtitle, but the Miguel's grandma only speaks Spanish. Spanish, yeah. And she's freaking hilarious. Yeah. So there are like scenes where like she says something and I read it and I'm cracking up and my wife's like, why are you laughing? What? What? Uh, like that wasn't even English. I'm like, yeah, they they are subtitling these things. If you get off your phone for a second, you'll see that. 
like, oh, you're going to be the one giving me a hard time about being on the phone? I'm like, I know we're both guilty of it. Yeah, but, we yeah. all are. Yeah, but like, I that's what with Money Heist, Joe from our show, uh, you know, BJ's son, Joe, he's, yeah. yeah um, Joe was telling me that he started watching it, and he's like, dude, I... I dropped the ball. I just didn't pay attention to you recommending it. And I finally was like, oh, let me just check out what Steve is so obsessed about. He's like, that's, this show's incredible. He's like, he can't get enough of it. And then, and then he told me the way his Netflix was set up, it started in the subtitled version. And he had no idea. He's like, wait a second. You watched it with English overdub? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I have to go check that out. So he switched and instantly switched back because he's already gotten used to the voices in Spanish. Yeah. That when you watch it now in English, it, it was a disconnect for him. So now he's just, he's reading it the whole time. Yeah. I can't I'm gonna, do that. I'm going to get on that one probably next weekend. Make sure it's on English. Like, I mean, I'm, I, you could do the subtitle version, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to shame you either way. I'm not like Joe who would do something like that to you. Right. And Joe also speaks French. My, my Joe. Yeah. I wish I spoke Spanish. I want to watch Money Heist in Spanish so I could hear their real voices. Yeah. But it's just like, ah, I'd rather l- listen to them speak American. Speak American. All right. That's a uh, big day today. Obviously, uh, inauguration happened. It is. People are feeling inspired. But nobody can get more inspired than by listening to the Ted Smith and his TED Talk. TED Talks. Starring the Ted Smith. Steve, you're right. It is an inspirational day. And honestly, uh, when Bill Clinton got elected the first time, I went to an inauguration. You did? Yeah. Who performed at that one? So, <laughs> all right, hang on. Let me, get, let me give the TED Talk real okay, quick, okay, and then we'll talk about going to inauguration, because okay. it's awesome. Uh, the TED Talk is just real quick. Last week, I went and got a physical. I hadn't done it in years. I was freaking out. Just go get it done. Like yes. it's either, like, and I, I had been going to like clinics and like got you know a surgery on a vein, but I hadn't had a regular doctor. As my old doctor retired in a while, and like for whatever reason, women, I give you this. You guys seem much better about it. For the dudes that can hear my voice, like just go get checked, get your regular doctor. It you, you'll sleep better at night. Yeah, stop and, playing that game. Like if you you put it off, it doesn't mean that whatever you're battling is being put off. Right, and more than likely you're fine. Like that's what I found out. I was convinced that. My kidneys were shutting down, and I was like worried, sick about it. And they're like, "No, like your cholesterol's a little high, your blood pressure's a little high, and you drop some weight." Yeah, right. Like, okay, <laughs> tell me something I don't know, Doc. Thanks. Yeah, right. Like, come back in next year for blood work. Yeah. And just, I don't know. It just, I just, I know for myself, especially in 2020 with the pandemic, I did not take very good care of myself. I put some weight back on something, yeah. which is always easier to do. So 2021 is going to be a little work in progress, but yeah, just go get checked, get it done. Yeah, I mean, I always feel better. I we, I usually go one. Well, I always go once a year, and it's usually around December. I feel like, but it, I don't remember the last time. Now I feel like it might have been November this past time because I no, it was yeah, it was around November. It was just like one of those things where you got you keep putting it off, and I'm like, okay, I got, and when it's done, it's like yeah, it's a pain to ask get your blood work, all that crap. But when once you get all that done, at least okay, I'm good for a year. I don't have to worry about it, especially the older you get. Right. And my wife always cracks up because she's like, just go and. Like, like when I had like this weird thing, I, I, it was, I thought a mole growing on the bottom of my foot. And of course you go on the internet and, and it was like starting to bother me. I was like, I don't know what the hell this is. At first I thought it was a bruise, but then it like starting to look more like a mole. I'm like, I don't know. So I searched and I'm like, oh boy, it's very common that when you have a mole on your foot, it's cancer. And I'm like, great. So she comes home one day and I'm just like. I'm off. You know what I mean? Like you have yeah. that moment where you're just like, I'm a little on edge. And she's like, what's going on? I'm like, well, I, I went on the internet and like looked up that thing about my, that mole that's on my foot. And she's like, what did it say? You have cancer? I'm like, yes. And she's just like, go to the dermatologist and get, so I instantly made the call. I'm glad I did. Turned out it was like a wart. Yeah. 
But dude, they put a needle in your foot. Have you ever put a needle in your foot? In my foot. In your foot. Trying like, to think. I don't think I have. Yeah, they injected a needle to like numb the foot. Oh. To to remove the the wart. All right. I I've had a lot of tattoos. I've had tattoos on my chest, on the shoulders, like spots that are very uncomfortable. And like recently, I just had a couple of like cysts removed and a, a mole on my back removed. That the numbing needle is just like a little prick, and then you you're good, right? That was unbearable. Even the doctor's like, okay, be warned. This doesn't feel good. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. And then as he starts doing it, he sees. He's like, you aren't as prepared as I told you to be. Like He sits there like, he's like, you didn't think it was as bad as I thought it was going to be, huh? I'm like, yeah, this is a lot worse than I expected. It was so, un- it was the worst. I don't know how people get tattoos on the bottom of their feet. Dude, I can only tell you this. I'm not trying to one-up you, but when I fell off that balcony and then split my head open, mm-hmm. like the hematoma sucked and this and that. But when they put the numbing agents with those needles into yeah. your back of your head when it's open, that is by far the most excruciating pain I've ever had in my life. Really? That bad? Oh, my God. I, I mean, I can remember it to this day. And then once it was, <sighs> when they stapled my head. It I was, get the tingles in my butt right now. Yeah, when they stapled my head because it was numb, it was just like cocoon, cocoon, oh, which was fine. But it's a weird sensation, I bet. It is. I mean, it's just a freaking staple gun. But well, it's like when you get that wisdom or a tooth removed. It doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. But you he, you feel the wrench and the, it's like it feels like someone is like destroying your mouth. I told you the last tooth I had removed. <laughs> I said to I go, ah, I'm gonna need more gas. And he goes, uh, the nerve is completely gone. You shouldn't be feeling a thing. <laughs> I was like, uh, sorry, my bad. I just like the way it feels. I was like, just can you give me another hit? Diplo's doing a live stream later. Right. <laughs> right. I want to be in the right state of mind. This oh. is expensive on the black market, buddy. Right? Come on. A little extra squirt. Right? Like, ah, I need some numbing agent. No, you don't. The nerve is gone. I mean, he wasn't that frustrated, but he was just like, no. He's like, we're already done, though. Right. <laughs> I still need it. Like, I'm, I'm sitting down. Just give me the balloon. Can you swing by my place in about six hours? Right. Bring some chicken wings. Right. Bring me a couple milkshakes and show up Friday night at eight sharp. Knock three times if you have the gas. Bring the glow sticks, too. You know the ones I like. Jesus Christ. Oh, dude. (laughs) Yeah, anyhow, people, go to the doctors. Go to the doctors. Guys, right? Because it's always guys. We refuse to go. And then the older you get, then there's that fear of the the, the prostate. Yeah, the the prostate check. And that's never fun, but you got to do it. You, didn't, you haven't had to do it yet. You're no, lucky. I did get a new tetanus shot because, you know, I'm always rolling around playing with rusty nails. Well, you know, and last time we hung out, we played that fun game of like blindfold ourselves and walk on your carpet and we just don't know where the rusty nail is. Right. Pin the rusty nail on the bottom of your foot. Right. Steve didn't have anything on his foot. He, had, he, he stepped on a rusty nail. Uh, rusty, <laughs> never got it checked. A uh, rusty nail. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, dude, so over the weekend, over the weekend, you want to talk about a funny and embarrassing story. So my wife and I had a little bit of like, you know, uh, argument. We weren't getting along for a half a minute and we made up and everything was fine. It was Saturday or Sunday. It's a three day Sunday weekend. morning. Sunday morning of a yeah. three-day weekend. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things where, you know, sometimes 
She backed the car into the garage. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like hit the garage? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Does she always back in? Backed out. Backed out of the garage. Sorry. But hadn't the garage door hadn't fully opened. So, oh my God, what was she doing? You know, slow down. This is probably how it started. Mom brain. I'm not helping. I have dad brain. We have those moments, you know, and you're just like, I, she's still confused by it because she's like, I don't understand how that happened. I feel like maybe I hit it twice and then instead of it going fully up, it went up for a little bit and then we like started coming back down and I was like, I don't know. And I look out there and it's like bent, like the, the garage door is just bent and I'm like, oh my gosh, her car is all scratched up. Like it was bad. Right. And luckily, like, I was able to bend it back. I had to take apart all these brackets. I had, like, like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I was able to get everything back on the rollers, re-bend things, and it works now. Everything's good, and it's working, and obviously, we're going to get it fixed at some point very soon, but, like, it closes and works and shuts and all that. That's all I cared about. Her car, she's going to get fixed on Friday, or get an estimate. It's, like, nothing bad at the end of the day. Like, nobody's hurt. It's a common accident, I guess. I was talking to my insurance lady. She's like, this happens way more than you think. I yeah, was it's like, just not fun on a Sunday morning to wake no. up to. Or just- and I'm like, what's going on? Like, dude, your car has one of those cameras. There's also a rear view mirror. She's like, I know, I know. I'm like, I get it. You know, but like at first I was not, I didn't handle it great because like knee jerk was like, what the F, you know? And then once, like now we laugh about it. It's fine. You know, everything's cool, but it was like a rough morning. So we make up, everything's fine. I'm like, okay, cool. She's like, oh, I'm going to go grocery shopping if that's all right. You know, I'm like, yeah, just remember to open the garage. garage. (laughs) She's like, thanks. I think I will this time. You got to hold on to this one for a minute. Oh, dude, this one will go forever. Like I already like we joke about like big purchases. Like we each have one thing we want each want, but you know money's tight and yeah. just trying to get by. But like I want this new goalie mask. It's about five hundred dollars. All right, right. She wants these. I I don't get this, but apparently this is a thing. People are obsessed with like little cube sized ices, like the little balls. There's an ice machine. It's like five hundred dollars, and it turns your ice into these little balls. Okay, okay, so you're not into that world either. Apparently, I'm not an ice person. Me neither. Like, I, I like any kind of ice that keeps my drink cold works for me. But there are people who like that kind because they like to chew on it or it just... And are you talking about like the specific like little ch- that yeah. you get at like some takeout joints? Chick-fil-A, I think Sonic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ice people, that's a whole different culture. Okay, so I'm not alone because I mentioned yeah. it to a couple other people. This thing is awesome. And I'm like, so she wants that. That's about $500 too. So we've been going back and forth, like who gets to get the big purchase next? And I'm like, just to let you know, uh, the goalie mask is bumped up ahead of the uh, of, of the ice machine. She's like, what are you talking about? I've, I've been wanting this longer. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't back up into a garage and you don't have to pay for the deductible on your car. That's the ice machine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a good sense here. She's like, yeah, I guess. Okay, fine. Enjoy your goalie mask. Like, yeah, she's like Joe, my mom, I'm trying to think who else. I have another friend, and they're like ice people. Like for the most part, like I rarely put ice in my drink. Yeah. Like I generally drink either a can of soda water, can of beer, or the water is already cold. Yeah, or like bottles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, I'm not a fan of ice either because then it, it waters down my drink. Yeah. So, but obsessed with this ice machine. I mean, at some point, I'm, we're going to get it. I'm, no, I, no, I, no. Yeah, I get it's it. It's like one of those things. I, but I'm like, when do I get this for you? I can't give you an ice machine for Christmas. I can't give you an ice machine for your birthday. Maybe anniversary, uh, Valentine's Day. 
Yeah. Ooh, nothing says you love somebody more than giving them frozen water. Well, actually, Steve, I have you covered. Mm. Because uh, when you get to the spring, there's a very religious holiday. And most people don't know when Jesus emerged emerged from the tomb, uh-huh. he asked for ice. Did he? Yep. The bally kind, because he likes to chew on it. <laughs> right. right. He's like, look, I just came back from the dead. I bless you with ice. Right. <laughs> What part of the Bible is that in? I must have missed it. Uh, That's in the New New Testament. Ah, uh, the New New. The New New. <laughs> I guess technically that would be the Old Testament, but whatever. So, day starts off bad, gets better. She's like, I'm going to go grocery shopping. I'm like, that's cool. She's like, I, I, but I, I, whenever this car gets out of our driveway, I'll go. I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought she was joking. I'm like, are you making another joke about your car? Like, what's, what are we talking about? She's like, no, there's a car parked in our driveway. It's like, what do you mean? And sure as ass, I look outside our door. There's a car fully backed up in the driveway, like not in front of the driveway, but like like in your driveway, right? Parked. And I'm just like, what the f? Now I'm mad. Yeah, I'd be pissed too. I was like, who the hell? Like we just move here, and now people just think they could just park in our driveway. Who the f does that? So I go outside. I thought maybe it was like what someone doing like work around the house or around the building, you know, because there's new homes being built. I go outside and I'm like guns are blazing, like flexing. Like, I'm like, I'm mad. I'm looking like looking at the car, like who the hell is this? As I'm looking at the car, I'm outside. I'm in my sweat. I look like an idiot too. I'm like in these sweats that barely fit me. They're like looks like there's a flood about to hit. All you right. know? And <laughs> t-shirt. Probably my Britney Spears t-shirt that I wear around the house all the time. This white Britney Spears shirt. I'm not even sure. This couple comes out of the house next door to us that's being that's for sale. All right. And they come out. And I come out, and they're like, oh, hey, you checking it out, too? And I'm like, what? And I think they thought I was looking at the homes as well. And I'm like, no, is this your car? And the guy's like, yeah. I'm like, move it. And he's like, what? I'm like, move your car. Why is your car parked in my driveway? And he goes, it's your driveway? He's like, yeah. I, and he's like, you live there? And I'm like, yeah. And then the realtor's like, oh, my gosh. I didn't think anybody lived in these houses. I was like, no, 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 yeah, we live here. The blinds, it's like, you know, home, like, this is our house. Like, <laughs> yes. And the guy's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then, like, eventually, it quickly changed. Like, I wasn't, like, going to keep yelling at the guy. I was like, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll move right now. I'm like, that's cool. Thank you. Like, appreciate it. Like, my wife's just trying to go grocery shopping. You're backed up against our garage door. Yeah. Like, just sorry. I got so, I came out kind of hot, but, you know, he's like, no, 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 I'm totally fine. Totally got it. Good to go. And they're like, the, the realtor's like, I'm so sorry again. I didn't notice the blind. Oh, I'm like, it's fine. Whatever. It's cool. And then as I'm turning around, the guy goes, hey, are you on the radio? Oh, you got to be kidding me. Oh. Not now. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you're Migs. I'm like, yes. Love your show. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I yelled at you. <laughs> like, it, like, it was totally fine. I'm like, I appreciate it, man. Nice to meet you. He's like, oh, that's cool. You live right here. I'm like, yeah. He's like, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to move the car. I'm going like, to the back of my house. My wife's got to go. I go back in and Sid's like, oh, it sounds like things went okay. Because I think she was expecting me to just yell at the guy. Like, take out all my frustration on him. I'm like, I'm like yeah, well, well, he's a listener. She's like, oh, you have to be kidding me. I was like, yeah, yeah. I would probably look like a giant ass. You're not, I feel like I would have walked out there and just be like, whose car is this? I was about to when they yeah. walked out. Like, I was so pissed. Yeah. On top of it, I was already in a bad mood because, you know, the garage got bent in. But, 
even if that didn't happen, I'd be like, but I mean, there's room on the sh- little street to park, right? There's a ton of spots in that front. That just seems kind of crazy. You could have parked in front of the house that you were looking at. Yeah. You could have parked in their driveway. Yeah, I mean, even when you go to visit somebody, that's like a big, I don't know, that that's like a big thing. Like, is there room in the driveway? Like, I don't right. know. Like, I maybe it's just me. That would always be my thought. It's like, you always park on the street unless yep. it's your home or somebody said, hey, Park in the driveway. I also don't like parking in the driveway because I'm afraid someone's going to park behind me. And sometimes I like the Irish exit parties. And yeah. Then you then you have to play the game of hey, whose Honda is parked in the driveway in front of my car? <laughs> then you got to find that person. They got to go find their shoes. Now you got now you have to say goodbye. To, forget it. It's not fun. Yeah, dude. I was like, oh man. Right. You get some idiot like me that's parked a car at a party and he's spending the night. Yeah. Like right. You. It's going to take you. 10 minutes to find me in the basement or some room. Right. It's like, it's going to take another 10 minutes to get me. Like, oh, yeah, hang on, man. I'll move that. Here's my keys. Do it for me. <laughs> You're exactly, that's why what I do. Like, just move it, dude. Yeah. Put it wherever you want. I hear the house next door. They, their driveway's totally open. Nobody lives there. Yeah. There's blinds, but nobody lives there. It's been a weekend of embarrassment, Ted. Yeah. Uh, and then there's another one I'll tell you after the break. Of, All right. Uh, I embarrassed myself thanks to uh, the masks that we have to wear. In public places. Okay. Yeah. So the Megacast will come back with uh, Ted's world, wide world of sports. Oh, and an update from our sponsor. A very cool update from our sponsor <laughs> that, oh, I can't stop thinking about our sponsor. <laughs> I've even printed the letter that our sponsor included in a nice little thing they sent me. Oh, nice. Sponsors are the best sponsors ever known to be sponsors. <laughs> right. So Ted's wide world of sports brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. people. Great, Great popcorn. popcorn. When the Megacast returns. Ted and Steve need a minute so that they can strip down to their underwear and stare at each other. The mega cast will be back. The zombie apocalypse just got creepier. Good people, they always die. I can imagine how painful this must be for you. They're coming! I know you know where they are, so you got me in a vendetta kind of mood. You see that? Came in the room blazing and didn't stop until they were pretty sure everybody was dead. Talking about a massacre. The Walk-In. Coming soon to AMC. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. One of these two dicks just farted. Oh, that's not their ass. It's their overall existence that stinks. The mega cast is back. Jesus. Damn. I mean, I had gas. Oh, all right, all right. So you don't have a, a roommate or someone in your house with you because I've been playing this fun game of when I fart and Sid notices it, I'm like, ha-ha. She's like, what? I'm like, you passed my COVID test. Your sense of smell is still around. <laughs> She thought it was funny the first time, but I've been doing it a lot. And she's like, okay, the joke's done. It's not cool anymore. Stop farting. I'm like, all right, fine. Dude, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before, I made a big thing of uh, turkey chili. Uh-huh. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to add a third can of beans. What can that hurt? <laughs> and I like, I was annoying myself waking up. Like, enough with the farts. <laughs> Dude, that was us after, I think, Saturday we had Chipotle. All right. I love Chipotle. I get that burrito bowl with the yeah. steak and the oh, beans. Yeah. But there, there's moments after the Chipotle that I'm just like, 
I maybe need to find something else on their menu because, or I need to like pump the brakes on the beans. I, and I love beans. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. It's a magical fruit. <laughs> more you eat, the more you toot. That's right. <laughs> the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. Damn right. Should we give the love first? Yeah. Yeah. So Hugh, Pat and Dan Smith from Smith Family Popcorn. Mm-hmm. Good people. One night, all of a sudden, left at our door is a giant ass tin of Smith Family Popcorn, and it's all the vegan ones. So it was the uh, Tuscan Joy. All right. I haven't had that one. Oh, crap. Uh, the lightly salted popcorn, like the nice. OG. Yeah. And then the kettle popcorn. Yeah, the kettle's good. You need to hit up your family and get the Tuscan Joy. All right, what are the flavors? Okay, because, uh, dude, we That's were like- That's a great name, by the way, Pat and Dan. Well, at, at first we were having a hard- I'm like, is it Tucson Joy? And my wife started laughing at me. She's like, no, it's Tuscan Joy. I'm it's like, like oh, Italian. Yeah. Dude, and it, that's a great call, because it is. It, it almost, like my wife said, it tastes like pizza popcorn. Ooh. So what's in it is olive oil, popcorn, coconut oil, garlic powder, basil, and salt. The yeah. basil is the best part. And it's it, it's got like that oiliness that almost- it, it, Man, it's heaven in your mouth. It's the, honestly, if you're thinking about ordering Smith Family popcorn, make sure one of the three is the Tuscan Joy. It is. In, I could polish that whole that third off in one night, no problem. If my wife would let me, you know. Right. Well, it's that's that I mean, good. that's why I've brought some of the tins in before because yeah, like you just get them and I'm just like I'm gonna sit at home and eat this whole thing. Right. It's just I mean, it, and the, the the kettle corn's great and the lightly salted is fantastic. All all the flavors were great, and then. Last night, showing up at our house, is a smaller tin, and then this one is like all like the cool caramel ones, So, and the non-vegan ones, although I have to die my wife out. She did try one and said, I, this nice. is a moment where I wish I wasn't vegan, because like, she was like, this is really freaking good. It was the Cape League mix. Cape League mix, solid. Uh, cinnamon toast, and oh. then the sea salt car- caramel. Yeah. All of them are great. Right. So uh, Cape Cod, right, is famous. There's the Cape Cod League. Mm-hmm. Which is like this uh, amateur baseball league, basically like you play college, but you're not in the pros or the minor leagues yet. You go up there for the summer. It was made famous by is that it like movie. the Portland Pickles. I feel like those are college ball players. They might be, yeah. Okay, but the Cape Cod League is like famous. There was a movie with Freddie French Jr. Summer Catch that kind of like I remember that, right? So that's that's why they're in Cape Cod. So like in Cape Cod during the summer, you just go see these games or whatever popcorn. Right, so what the Smith boys did there was basically make like a fancy version of Cracker Jacks. Yes, it tastes better than Cracker Jacks. <laughs> oh yeah, their popcorn's phenomenal, man. Like I, I would say it even if they they weren't the Smith family popcorn, if it was just some random like you know the the, the Morrison family popcorn, you know what I mean? Like it's legit great. And the kernels they're using it's going to be a full mushroom pop every time, right? So you're not going to have the little crunchy thing in the bottom. Every everyone is fully popped. There's a lot of different kernels you could use, Steve. I know way too I much. Almost cut you off and said they're, they're using the mushroom top. <laughs> right? Because I watched them on their Facebook page. I became <laughs> I became like super fan of the Smith family popcorns. I'm reading the articles that they posted about them like and I'm like that's amazing. What a great story doing it in their apartments, bringing them as gifts to the family. All of a sudden, people were asking for some, and they just decided that this is becoming bigger than we thought. I became like 
like almost stalkerish of, of Smith Family Popcorn. Watched the video piece that was done by some Cape Cod news channel on that. Just my, even my wife's like, "Are you watching more stuff about the Smith Family Popcorn?" I'm like, "Damn straight, I want to know what I'm eating." So you could tell my uncle Phil, it's Phil and Libby. They yeah. were like they uh, they moved up to Cape Cod years ago, and Libby's family's from up there. And then right, so they were always the farthest away Smiths in Cape Cod, and then mm-hmm. they had three kids. So you saw Pat, Dan, and then Carly. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so now I have the title for the farthest Smith because I'm going to Seattle. Right. <laughs> well, they, I'm like, babe, do you, do you hear they have a second store opening up? She's like, like, what are you, like, where? In Washington? No. No, over there in Cape Cod area. <laughs> so I, I know some of the, I think Pat and, and Pat and Dan, they listen. Thank you so much for the popcorn it really did make my night like it was such an awesome thing and it's true in the story that they share like it's fun just to sit around with the tin eat some popcorn yeah yeah it's also and also like it's kind of funny too for me i mean they're my cousins but it's always awesome and like you know nothing crazy but my cousin would be like dude like we get orders from washington that's so so between the mega cast or the podcast or the mentorum i'm like i i very much appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's awesome. And it was a cool note. They said, thanks for adding Smith Family Popcorn as a sponsor on the Megacast. <laughs> we sent you a large vegan tin for you and Sid. The smaller tin is not vegan. <laughs> Underline. I was like, I love that. That was, my wife, she bends the rules for one thing and one thing only. Well, now also Smith Family Popcorn. She had a couple of those, but uh, the waffle cones at Molly Moon's. Ooh. She's like, I'm sorry. I, I, I'll go to bed at night knowing I broke the rules a little bit just for the waffle cones. Uh, but congratulations on Tatum. I'm sure Lulu loves being a big sister. That's a big nope, but I appreciate you thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'm going to be swinging by uh, Mary Mart after the show to go pick up some CBD tinctures for dogs. Oh, no kidding. Oh, she's been like just anxious all the time like it's getting it's getting to be more and more and i I don't think it's tatum's fault it's there's a lot of construction around our house and and they're doing stuff like right pretty much in our almost in our backyard and it's super loud and and it's just putting on an edge and also if a fly gets in the house that freaks her out yeah and tatum's probably just getting to the age where you can grab dogs yeah especially little ones i gotta give her credit she's really good like she's trying just to touch her like she sees us pet her so she tries in her own slightly more chaotic way to try and pet lulu but usually lulu like kind of like pops up and growls at her i'm like all right we don't need her biting them so anyway thanks again steve we love listening to you and ted hopefully we will meet in person someday soon happy new year from pat and dan smith absolutely i hope at some point either you're on the west coast or i make my way on the east coast and we swing by and actually see the brick and mortar shop yeah, and you'd love the Cape in the summertime. Oh, I bet. Yeah. It sounds like a great time. It's awesome. All right, let's talk sports. <laughs> All right, since last time we talked, uh, the Seahawks are over. <sighs> Tough game. Yeah, it just felt like we were never really in it. No, and I never really got the vibe that they were going to. I honestly thought for a second, like, okay, here's where it turns around when Aaron, Aaron Donald got hurt. I was like, that's yeah. the moment. And when it didn't, I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. It just, and I, I hate to say this, but it just seems like we got a little bit of a power struggle between Pete and uh, Russell. Yeah. I just, don't you want to know what's going on in a sense? Like, we'll never know. But like the whole Schottenheimer, Russ, and Pete thing seems like there's more to that story that we'll never know. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Thanks, Pete. Right. It's like, oh, I, I get it. You, you, I understand the concept of turnovers are bad and like you guys are undefeated when you win the ball possession game and all that. But just because of a couple of interceptions, don't just completely cripple what Russell can do. Right. And that's I what mean, it look felt at, like. Look at Andy Reid. Yeah. Right. Like that offense runs. 
Yeah, it didn't matter you know if Patrick I mean? Mahomes was right. playing or not. Right. They're going to go forward on fourth. They're going to take chances. Chad and, Henney, it doesn't matter. And Mahomes had turnovers too. Yeah, so I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we have plenty of time to get into that. But either way, still a fun season. Yep. Good to see the Seahawks in the playoffs. Uh, awesome day. And that was, that was just nice again for a change. It wasn't raining that Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the biggest thing is, though, there's not a ton else going on. <laughs> I was going to say, is the Buffalo Bills are in the AFC Championship game, yes. which is awesome. And then you have the Buccaneers and the Packers. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't have good reasons. Other than it just creeps me out. He's not friends with anybody in his family. Yes. Bachelor. And it seemed like everyone loved the other Rodgers, the, the brother. And like, it just seemed like Aaron was not a part of all that. Right. And like, like look, it's it, like I'm much tighter with my brother than I am my sister. But right. like. I don't know. It just seems crazy to me. Nobody in your immediate family you're friends with. And I mean, you see how close I am with my cousins. I'm right. just like, you couldn't, you know how you have friends with anybody? Anyhow, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I never, sorry, Pat and Dan, I wasn't the biggest Tom Brady fan, but now that he's on his own dominating, I'm like, let's go, Brady. You show Bill a check. That was you, baby. Dude, I'm finding myself rooting for Brady, too. I know. It's crazy. Like, I want to see was Brady awesome. versus the Bills or the Buccaneers versus the Bills. Right, Brady. <laughs> I'm sure all the guys on the Buccaneers, that defense, which really was like, they're good. Holy smokes, man. That was insane, that game. Yeah, like, I, I mean, not that Drew Brees looked terrible, but he just looked like an older quarterback. Yeah. Phillip Rivers looked like an older quarterback. It's Tom- crazy. Phillip Rivers played in the league 17 years, and I never really, like, you just don't really talk about him a lot. You know, so it was like, 17 years he's been in the league? Holy crap. That's why playoff wins matter so much. Yeah. You know, and now we have Brady once again doing what Brady does. I mean, you know what the hell with nightshades? <laughs> What's well, weird? Did you see that picture? They showed like a guy that was like a football player, like back in the sixties or seventies. That was also in his forties. Like, and it was on Twitter. Yeah, I saw yeah. It. it was like a picture of this guy and a picture of Tom Brady, and the guy looked like he was like eighty compared to what yeah. Tom Brady looks like at forty. Yeah, it's, it's such ins- a weird thing. It's insanity. Mm-hmm. And I look. There's a lot of things about Tom Brady's lifestyle I couldn't jive with. Like, I think he's very strict about everything he does, but Jesus, is it working? Yeah. And you can't argue with those results. And you brought up a good point before we even started the megacast about the dynamic between Tom Brady and the Buffalo Bills. Right. So you have Brady in your division for years on end. You can't get anything going. No. Now you're in the AFC Championship. You might get to the Super Bowl. Then who's there waiting? Tom Brady. Which means it's the funniest thing. I picture like all the Bills, like, you know, Josh Allen and the crew. They're all like, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. Diggs. And they open up the door and there's Tom Brady like, hey guys, come on in. And they're like, son of a bitch. This guy then Gronk's over there. He's like, hey, hey, you remember me? It's me, Gronk. Yeah. I mean, more than likely, because I am terrible at predicting sports, why I don't gamble. It, it won't be either of those teams. It'll right. be the Chiefs and the Packers. Oh, I don't want to watch that game. But I mean, I'll still order a pizza. It's the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like I like the idea of the Bills being in the Super Bowl. They just had this massive win. They're fired up. And then somewhere through the first quarter, Brady just makes a crazy pass. And then it's like, OS. This is still Tom Brady. And and dude, I honestly if I've enjoyed watching the Patriots suck this season <laughs> and watch Tom Brady flourish. I honestly look I had faith in Cam Newton. I can't I really thought the Pats would still be a playoff team. You and me both. Yeah. I, I, I'm a I'm not someone that down, like craps on Cam Newton either. I actually always like that guy. Like, I think he's super entertaining and he's a good quarterback. But yeah. it did not work there at all. No. Like and honestly, in retrospect, why would we think it would work? It just doesn't seem like Cam Newton and Bill Belichick are cut from any kind of cloth that could like overlap. I guess just because you got so used to the Patriot way. Yeah. It's like, was it just the Brady way? Well, I think we're starting to maybe wonder. Yeah, right? Because that, him and Bilicek, when that ended, you could tell there was some tension there, too. 
Like, I wonder what next season's going to be like. That'll be, that'll be a very telling season for the Patriots. Like, okay, now, all right, figure out your quarterback situation, and let's see, Bill. Yeah. And I got no problem watching him fail. I mean, that's like Sorry. the Seahawks thing, right? Like, if it came down to it in the front office, it's like, all right, it's either Pete or Russell. Like, Pete, thanks for your service. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, I mean, that was so tough. Like, I spent so much time thinking about that. Like, I love Pete Carroll, but is that the problem? It's just like, you know, we keep blaming every other coach on this team, but at the end of the day, who's the head coach? Nobody gives it. Like, even my buddy Aaron, you know Aaron from uh, the Jobbing Out podcast. He's a yeah, yeah. sports columnist in the past, and actually works at sports radio in, in Vegas in right Vegas now. In Vegas now, yeah. And he texts me, he goes, so how's the anti-Pete Carroll sentiment right now during that game? And I'm like, you, it's funny you say that, dude. It's almost non-existent. There are some, don't get me wrong, but for the most part, whenever things go wrong with this team, the one guy that doesn't get blamed is Pete Carroll. Like, okay, right. Ken Norton sucks, or Schonheimer, or 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 Dara Bevel. Uh, you know, like it's always been anyone but Pete. And in this situation, I feel like the problem this season, it seems like it was Pete. And also, like Pete's a defensive coach. Mm-hmm. Like it's not unheard of that, like the offense. You don't have to mess with the offense. Right, and then like you get down, it just seemed like nobody was sure what the play was oh, going to be. That fourth and one, yeah, right, yeah, that just was a like, tough one. What are we doing? Even like last year, sometimes some of those timeouts and stuff, like you should have these plays, like and like let the OC do his job. You're the head coach, right? Concentrate on the defense if you will. Let the let the offense coordinator do it. He, if he hires Gase, I'm completely out on. Dude, Pete. I was about to say, how do you do that? How do you even bring that guy in for an interview? Right, then we're just going to lose Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams ain't going to be on the sideline if Adam Gase is there. Right, he doesn't like that guy. No, they hate each other. I shouldn't say hate. They do not like each right. other. Right, I mean, it'd be worse if we brought the defensive coordinator in. You know, but like still, at the end of the day, like, why? and also, I don't know, call me crazy, but the Jets have sucked for a really long time, and most of the guys that are quarterbacks or anyone that's involved in the offense on the Jets that goes to another team has done better when they left the Jets. Look at Tannenhill when he was at Flo- or Miami. Uh, right? I feel like sports radio right now. I know, I know. We no, got- I'm with you, though. Yeah. I want Peterson, the dude from uh, the Eagles. Yes. That would be perfect. I'm they- with you. Him he or- went to the Super Bowl a couple of years yeah, ago. I really like him. I think he's good uh, play calling. I wouldn't mind Anthony Lynn either from the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good pickup too. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like I, I never really cared that much about coordinators on a team. But <laughs> for some reason, it's all the talk we ever have around here. It's like we always want to blame the, the assistant coaches. Well, also it's such too, a weird like, thing. I hate being stuck in like, you know what I mean? Like you don't know or whatever. So like, are we doing this? Are we not doing it? Right? It was kind of what happened on Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, I talked about meeting some people outside or whatever, but then had a close COVID scare. So we were just sitting around for three days going, are we negative? Are we positive? Yeah. So finally, just like, look, we're not going to meet up at that park. We're not doing anything. Like, let's just relax. Like, right. I hate being in limbo. Are we going to go? Are we not going to go? So that's what it's like our offense turned into. So now it's a big play. Are we going to let Russ cook? Or let him throw the ball, or are we going to run it? Like, what are we doing? Dude, it's something to be said about that one. Sometimes you just got to pull the plug on something. Even I, it's funny, brother, because instantly thought about something that has nothing to do with sports, well, yeah. kind of sports, sports entertainment. Like when I was supposed to wrestle Orange Cassidy, this is a little super behind the scenes story, but there was like a lot of drama going on in, in the promotion that was putting on that show. There was like uh, assault allegations and, and like just inappropriate behavior by certain people. I don't know what was the truth and what wasn't, but it was like looming over the overall image of this promotion that's about to have this big show at the show box. And I'm supposed to wrestle Orange Cassidy, who at the time is like the biggest name in wrestling. So this is a huge opportunity for me. And I pulled the plug on it. And the reason being was like, I can't be associated with an organization 
that let something like this go on behind uh, under wraps. Whether or not the guy was guilty or not, people knew about it and nobody did anything about it. Right. And it, and it was like, and it. Trust me, dude. Like I spent an entire day. Like, do I, like. Do I care more about myself and my selfish things, or do I care more about like what is the right thing to do? And I finally just had to pull the plug and say, I'm not doing that match, and I'm walking away from it, and that's I'm okay with it. Yeah. And there was nothing. It was like, yeah, of course, there's that, as they say, FOMO. But like, I was like, I ha- at the end of the day, I'm not looking to get signed by AEW or WWE. Like, I'm not. I'm <laughs> I'm doing this because I want to do it as at the highest level as I can locally, and but also do it the right way in my eyes. So I could go to bed at night and now with a daughter, also be like, you know, am I going to be a good example? And it was such a relief, even though I knew I was giving up on something cool, and I did nothing wrong. I didn't know about it until everyone else found out about it. But there was something really just like satisfying, being like, I'm done with it, and I'm at peace with it. And then COVID hit and they canceled the show anyway. So it was like, well, at least I did the right thing right. before COVID hit. So I didn't have to be like, oh, he only quit because of COVID. I'm like, I already quit. Yeah, I, I was already good. I, Peace. Hate, I hate being in that limbo. And stuff. Uh, it's the worst. Right. Because you're kind of sitting like, because then you're not planning out your actual day and you're waiting around like, are we yeah. going to do this? Are we not? Sometimes it's better. Even if it's not with the new, even if it's not the results that you want, knowing something is just, okay, I have closure. I don't care. Yeah. I, I, I can move on and now I can do whatever else. Yeah, like when I was a kid, done with sports, but when I was a kid, are we right? Like I remember heaven and hell, but like purgatory to me seemed to be the worst. Yeah, how long am I going to be in this purgatory? Right, what happens in this purgatory? Like when is dinner served? Right, like just <laughs> send me up or send me down, man. Yeah, and a couple other things in sports. We'll maybe hit on the next time. Uh, but uh, real quick, super embarrassing story. All right, it's super fast. Went we went to go get uh, teriyaki on Saturday. And I went to go pick it up at Hanto's Teriyaki. And before I went to get the teriyaki, went to Albertsons to go get some ice cream. So I go okay. to, I go to, the, I go to, into Albertsons. I had to go pick up an avocado because Tatum loves avocados. She eats them like nice. Yeah, dude, good. She eats them like one a day. It's, it's right. insane. Not maybe that much, but a lot. So picked that up, picked up a couple diet and also a bunch of ice cream. Some of that Netflix and chill, the Ben and Jerry's and all that good stuff. Yeah. All right. Walking around the store. And everybody is looking at me like as if I have two heads. And they like, give me like this stare. Like, and I'm like, why am I getting weird looks all the time? It dawns on me as I'm just about done. I'm not wearing a mask. Yep. I don't know if you've had that happen. Happened I, to me uh, two weeks ago. Because I don't know. I'm not used to it still. I still, I, this is the first time this ever happened. I'm not anti-masks. I'm not a free breather. I'm doing what I got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I put the, I usually put the mask, I was in such a rush and I was so dad brain, like not thinking fully. I just walked in and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone thought I was like that, that cocky D-bag that just walks in like, F you and your masks. And since like I'm surprised you didn't get a couple high fives, I'm like, you know what? It's Puyallup. Uh, so <laughs> not not dad brain, but after the Seahawks game a couple weeks ago, drunk brain. Okay, right. Same. So right. So I'm sitting on my couch and I'm like, yeah, I gotta get some more beer and I, uh, some other crap. So same thing. I go down to the corner store. They probably said something to me as I walked in, but I was just like, ah, Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then I get up to the count. I've waited in line behind three people. <laughs> oh, so you did even worse than me. Yes. And then I get up to the count and the guy's like, hey, man, pull your mask. Put your mask on. And I was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. But you had it with you. Oh, it was around my neck. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I had no mask. So what'd you do? Well, at first I'm like, let me find a section that sells masks. But right. like, this is going to prolong everything. So I'm trying to find a place I have mess. I'd open one up and just buy the mask. You know all what right. I mean? Can't do that. I have a hoodie. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to be that. Now I'm that guy. I, just, I put it over my, my I, I put the hoodie over my nose. 
So I'm like walking around holding my hoodie over my face. And I'm like, I just got to beeline it to the uh, self-checkout and get the hell out. Yeah. And first time in forever, I've never experienced this at that Albertsons. There's a line at the self-checkout. <laughs> and the line is like six people deep. And granted, there's like five or six machines, so it goes fast. But now I'm waiting in line. Just holding your Holding this. And I'm trying to put it so like I can let go so it maybe looks like it actually is a mask. But it starts sliding down my face. And I'm like, crap. And then I have to make eye contact with the person that works at the day. And they're just looking at me. You know, they're judging me. Yeah. I'm that person. I'm like, gosh, finally get out of there. <laughs> Quickly pull it down. I get in the car and I'm like, oh. And she's like, what took you so long? I'm like, well, there was a line. But worse was I forgot my mask. She's like, well, what'd you do? And I told her, she's like, my God, you're an idiot. Why didn't you come back and get it? I'm like, I was already, I got everything at that point. Like, oh, oh you I, didn't even have one in your car. No, I did. But like at that point, I already have everything in the basket right, to I'm go. I'm not gonna lie, that was my first thought. Like, let you just put the basket down and be like, I'll be right back. You know, I felt like it would have taken. Uh, at that point, all I thought was the time it was gonna take me from where I was to self checkout was just as long as me going in and out, not realizing there would be a line. Well, you got to slow down over at the McLeary house, right? You're not wearing masks. She's ramming into the garage. I'm yelling at people that didn't mean any harm that know who you are. <laughs> Sid's like, watch, that guy's going to become our neighbor. I'm like, yeah, probably. That's pretty sweet. And that's how it started. Then it turns out the house sold the next day. So somebody's already purchased the house. And so I don't know who that is, but they better not park in my driveway. Oh. All right, before we go, uh-huh. that seems like a much bigger deal with a home. What's that? Like, is it an apartment building? People move in and out. Like, right. It sucks to see a neighbor you like leave. But I feel like that's a huge difference because, like, that, you know, that's going to be your forever home. Like, that, yep. like, like, are you nervous about who the neighbors yes. are going to be? So, yes, 100%. Uh, I think Sid more than me, because the, the, uh, this is our forever home. It could also be their forever home, which means yeah. we're forever neighbors. And yeah. I hope that they, like, I'm already in my head, like, picturing, is this going to be a problem? Like, their grass shares apart with our grass. Like, are we going to be, like, are they going to be good with their lawn? Are we, you know what I mean? Like, you'd think these things. And we already kind of, we're pretty sure we know the couple, because there's been this couple that constantly will drive by that house because sometimes we can see out the window in this big black pickup truck. All right. And they've been coming for like a month, just popping out, walking around. And for a long time, we're like, just pull. It's clear you like this home. Not realizing they probably pulled the trigger, but it takes several weeks for everything for to, everything go. to go through. And in the world of housing, like just because you put an offer down, they're not going to put that sold sign up until the paperwork's done and they've got their money. So they've been probably just... Like we did when we had the house, like we would pop by and look yeah, at it because sure, you know, you're excited. And we're like in our house judging them like these people are so indecisive. If you want the house, oh. just buy the house. Not realizing they've already bought the house. Don't you, Steve, don't be that neighbor. <laughs> like You're worried about them. And they're like, they have no idea what they're moving into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a bunch of crazies they're going to be living next to. Judging. They got a dog that's hopped up on the, on the weed now. Right, that's what I picture, too, is like me buying that house on the first day, smoking a huge joint out there. And you'd be like, hey, man, you might not smoke it out here. But like, it's my yard. <laughs> that's right. I can do what I want. I can do what I want here, man. Too bad. So sad. You're stuck with us forever. <laughs> I'm excited, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because it's like, I hope they have a kid. You know, yeah. or like that, that to me, that's going to be like, that could be Tatum's best friend for all I know. I mean, I just, I just know I know enough people that have lived in like 
the family neighborhoods where it's like, like when I buy a home, it's like, I'll be the weird guy. Yeah. There's always like the weird guy or couple that like don't. And it's like, you know, they don't have kids. It's like, well, yeah, they don't. But I mean, they're nice enough. He, he smokes in the garage now. Yeah, something must be wrong with them. They don't have children. <laughs> the funny part is like we lived in a development. We've dealt with neighbors before. And we're just we're known as the quiet neighbors. Like yeah. we, no one ever talks to us. We don't talk to anyone. Oh, we have a couple. We had a couple friends that were neighbors. Like there was uh, one one couple that we really liked at our old development that we we kind of missed. We're like they were fun to see when we go on walks. But so like I'm not too concerned. In my eyes, it's like as long as you don't park in my driveway, we yeah. are going to be great. Great neighbors. I still love, and then I I, I got to go, but so years ago, we're at Steve's old house doing our little sleepover, and it is late. Oh, it's like 4 a.m. late. Three, Three or yeah. four. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I'm out front on the front deck, smoking a spliff, and like I notice the noise coming like on the other side of the homes, mm-hmm. but it's just funny. Here comes this Puyallup cop. He pulls right up, and I don't blame him, because you hear a noise complaint, and there's a guy out front smoking a spliff, right. and he just rolls out the window, like, and I just, what did I say, like? Around the corner. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, like, exhale. Yeah, yeah. We're not the loud ones. So right. Like, when, I, I know it's strange that I'm up at 3 a.m. randomly sitting here smoking, but like, it's not us. It's not us. It wasn't me. God, that is crazy. I still kind of kick myself whenever I think about that night that we didn't walk over to see what was going on. Yeah, I'm with you. But the thing was, was like, we were in the house for so long. Like, I think by the, by that point, it was so late. It was like too late to go. But you're right. I, I still to this day, because we could hear them all night. Like, right. What the F were they doing? They were having a blast. That's all I remember. Because it yeah, was they like were loud. Playing, they were laughing. They were playing like drinking games at yeah. two in the morning. Yeah. They were going hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're quite different from ours, where we're just listening to like, ran, like, like some random music while eating. just hanging out, just talking and playing with Lulu. Yeah. And eating Chick-fil-A. Yes. I think we did the better party cops weren't calling on us so i guess we did it right yeah all right we're gonna get out of here i we're back next week yeah yeah game on two in a row two in a row buckle up folks (laughs) let's not speak too soon yeah you're right we're expected to have two games in a row (laughs) two mega cast i don't know what the hell's going on i'm tired ted yeah it's been a long week go bills go bucks yes that's this weekend right are they both both games are on sunday yeah for us the first one uh nfc's at 1205 and then I want to say 340, if I had to guess, for the AFC championship. Nice. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I, I go Bills, go Bucks. Yeah. Go Bills, because Josh Allen said that if they win the Super Bowl, he will throw himself through tables. Not just one table, but multiple tables. Yeah. Like, just like the Bills Mafia. And for I think sure. he said flaming tables. Yeah. And, and honestly, I don't mind the Chiefs either, but. No, no, no. I like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I, I think his mom should probably stop yelling at other teams' players, but that, you know, that's okay. Yeah, I know. That was so funny. He's like, Mom. You think Patrick's like, Mom, don't 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 call my opponents evil. Right. It's cute when we see in the stands. Right. Don't tweet at these guys. And the guy handled it great. He's just like, I was not trying to hurt your son, Mom. I right, it's football. I'm just trying hard. I just want to win. I'm glad that handled everyone handled it very classy. But yeah. at first I'd be like, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm like, come on, mom. This hurts my cred. I know. <laughs> Yelling at other guys. Don't be mean to my son. All right, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs>